Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. We're moving in a new direction. Moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com. Time to take this submarine back up. Oh, but it's tax season up there, Captain. You know, all that stressing over taxes isn't necessary with TaxAct. How did you get... April here. To remind you that with TaxAct, you're guaranteed your maximum refund while filing for less. Beats being submerged for another month. Hey, Captain. To your stations. We're headed home. Guess I should probably close that window I opened. What? Kidding. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. Restrictions apply. Price at filing subject to change. See TaxAct.com for guaranteed details. CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents...
mystery drama, The Black Sheep and the Captain, by A. Conan Doyle, was adapted especially for the Mystery Theater by G. Frederick Lewis and stars Jack Grimes. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. You can find descendants of the Hutchins family still today, living in Land's End on the Cornish coast of England, just as they did when Arthur Hutchins had his provision store on Water Street. Provisions in those days meant groceries for sailors and seamen. But Arthur also provided extra services, which went on in the back of his store. Nobody in Land's End was quite sure what Arthur was up to. There were also mysterious signals from the lighthouse, no matter what the weather. On those nights, Arthur kept his shop open very late. Hello? Arthur? Anyone here? It's Captain Tanner. Hey, come in, sir. Oh, she'll do just that. Hmm. Had a good voyage, Captain Tanner? So, so. Uh, profitable? Not as profitable as the last one. Ah. You, uh, remaining in port for long? That depends. Ah. Perhaps I shall retire. You give up your ship? I've sailed 40 years since I was 10. Well, you're just in your prime, Captain. I know I am. That's why, now that I have the money, I aim to enjoy it. A little farm down the Cornwall coast. Some sheep, cows. I say on a thousand pounds, I could manage comfortably the rest of the day. <laughs> Who couldn't? You couldn't, you dear Arthur. Your neighbors couldn't, nor your relatives. But I can, because you're making it possible, eh? Hey? Ah. Well, now, don't keep an old sailor hanging from the yard. Don't let me have what I came for. You mean now? You know why I'm here. Oh, oh well, of course I do. But I, I was just wondering. Yeah, what is it? Surely you got an excellent price. I was thinking, Captain. Uh, could you come back later? Later tonight? Why? Uh, I'm afraid the news isn't good. What news? Uh, about your retirement. Arthur, I don't understand you, and my nose is beginning to witch. You know what that means. Oh, no, 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 please don't lose your temper, Captain Jenner. I can explain it. When my nose itches, it means a fight. Now, all I'm saying is, stop this ring around the road here. Let me have what belongs to me. I wish I could. But, uh... What happened was, uh, a week after you left them with me, this place was robbed. Ransacked. What? Please, Captain Tanner. No, get away from me. Get away from me. Oh, 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 My name is William Hutchins. Arthur Hutchins was my uncle. I was only ten years old when some man he'd been dealing with attacked him without mercy, smashed three ribs and left him with a broken hip and a broken leg. Now, being only ten at the time, I scarcely knew anything about it. Or my uncle. His name was never mentioned on our house until I was twenty years old. And then I found out why. I had a very strange letter today, William. Son, you listen to me. Well, of course I am, Father. Why was it strange? Who was it from? Oh, the black sheep of the family. Uncle Arthur? Your Uncle Arthur. I don't hear one word from my brother for ten whole years. 
And suddenly, out of the blue, he writes. He never wrote? Not even when your mother died. And Arthur used to like her very much. Your Uncle Arthur was an extremely secretive man, and I suspect has quite a packet of money. Maybe he thought if he wrote me, I'd have my hand out, eh? Oh, maybe he's hiding, that could be. I often thought about Arthur and what happened to him after he left Land's End. He lived here? Oh, yes. Had a big store down by the quay. Huh? Everyone in town and from the ships would buy from him. Groceries, tackle, whatever. A general store. Did he have a wife? No, never married. I guess, William, to answer your question why we've been estranged for so long, all I can say is his way and my way are not the same. Oh, not that I ever had any proof, but there was, there was talk. About what? That sailors would bring stolen goods to him and he'd sell them for him. Well, did Uncle Arthur know it was stolen? Well, if he did, it didn't bother him. Then this man came into his store ten years ago, a sea captain he was, and he beat up your uncle so badly that finally when everything healed, one foot was three inches shorter than the other. Oh, maybe that's why he went away. He thought the man would come back. Oh, they got the man. They gave him a good long term at Dartmoor. Uh, are you going to tell me about his letter? What does he say? What does he want? He wants you to visit him. Huh? And to be sure to bring a gun. He says, if your son William is as stout a lad as he promised to be when I last saw him ten years ago, send him up to me by the first train after you received us. He'll find out that to serve me will be very worth his while. I could go, you know, Father. I've another two weeks of spring vacation before I'm due back at the university. Well, we'll see, son. We'll see. Now, now, where was it? Oh. Oh, yes. If I pass away, oh, thank the Lord, there is no reason to complain as to my health. You will see that I have not forgotten my brother's son. Is he rich? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Don't ask me how he made his money. It certainly wasn't in eggs, bacon, butter, and hard duck. <laughs> then he goes on to say, St. Anne's is the railroad station, and then a drive of four miles to Link House, where I live. I will send a pony cart to meet the seven o'clock train, for it is the only one that stops here. Let bygones be bygones. If there has been anything between us in the past, if you should fail me now, you will live to regret it. Oh, good morning, Father. I thought I'd be on my way. Uh, so, William, you, de you decided to go. Uh, he is my uncle, isn't he? Yes, and I didn't care for his threats. Oh, maybe that's just his way. And I didn't like him saying you should bring a gun. He sounds like the same old Arthur to me. What's the difference? I borrowed Mr. Warbury's gun. He even gave me the ammunition for it. He's glad to let me have it. But you don't even know how to aim a gun. I can learn. My boy, going off like this, you're crazy. I'd better start. It's an hour's walk to the Land's End Station. I'll answer, Father. What's this? A telegram for you, Father. Hey, thanks for bringing it over, Mr. Sharp. Now, what, what, what's it say, Father? Well, it's, uh, it's from Arthur. Oh? On no account let William get out of St. Anne's. He will find a pony cart waiting at quarter past seven at Steading Ridge, one station further down the line. 
will be taken to the Garth's farmhouse. He will receive instructions. Do not fail me. Don't forget to have William bring gun. Good hunting, Arthur. I beg your pardon? Willem Hutchins, that be you. Oh, yes. I'm sent to fetch you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. You're your God. Is that farmer's God? Aye, that be me. Well, no, I'll, I'll carry these. Well, where's the cart? I'd like to get out of this rain as soon as I can. This way. Miserable weather, this. Have my horse and cart over by those trees. Couldn't bring the pony. She was lame. Horse and cart? I, I don't see them. In back. Why didn't you drive up to the station? Mr. Arthur, he said, on no account was anyone to see you. That's that, Gabby? No, 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 no. I, I can manage. Nobody told me I should bring an umbrella. Does it always rain like this? Ever since I was a boy. Beautiful country, though. Oh, yes, beautiful. This part of England wouldn't be bad place to live if they could do over. It's an open cart. Oh, it's safe. It's only six miles. I'm beginning to think my father was right. What was that? I said to me, William, he said, you're crazy. Get up. I thought you said it was only six miles. How far have we come? Two. Two and a bit. Look, there's a man running across the moor. I don't like that. Big burly fellow. I wouldn't like to meet up with him on a dark night. Uh, you're going to. He's coming right for us. He's waving. He wants us to stop. I'm not stopping for him. Hey, mate. Hey, you in the wagon. Oh, we can't leave the man standing in the rain like this. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, my horse. Whoa, Oh, I'll just stop a minute. There's enough room to take another man. Hey, mate. Where are you bound for? Goss farm. Oh, which way is that? Fenster's way. Oh. If you'd been going my way, I should have made bold to ask you for the passage. Fenster, eh? Uh, well, that's not where I'm headed for. You know the way to St. Anne. Both are somewhere. Get up. I couldn't do that to my uncle. 
What is it you're warning me against, Mr. Dart? Uh, what you don't know can't hurt you. Uh, something to do with that sailor. I, I, I can't leave now. Mr. Arthur, as you call him, he's my uncle. If he needs me, I want to be there. If you value your life, you turn around and go back to where you come from. Our story is getting curiouser and curiouser, as Alice used to say in Wonderland. Only this is no fairy tale. The Moors of the north of England and those who live there are like creatures from another world. In short, Conan Doyle is saying, watch out for the unexpected. I shall return shortly with Act Two. To those who have never traveled the moors, picture rock and sand covered with heather, blackened coarse grass, moss, and peat bogs. A wasteland, empty and desolate. Clumps of dark green trees. The only color, the rich purple of heaven. Here on the moors lives Uncle Arthur. Here, waiting to be taken to his house, is nephew William. Nine o'clock. Ten o'clock. And then the storm. Oh, you brought an umbrella. <laughs> Will you listen to him now? An umbrella. These are not the streets of London. Oh, well, at least I was dry for an hour or two. You better off wet than dead. Come along with you. I thought my uncle was just a few miles from the farm. I'm taking a long way around to Link House. It's the safer way. Connery. Your name is Connery. I see. Have you known my uncle a long time? Since you would have put time after the <laughs> What am I saying? Years before that? You knew me when I was a baby. Aye, that I did. Then you've been working for my uncle for at least 20 years. Oh, I Longer than that. What is all this mysterious going on? Can you tell me? I'm not the same after with you. Move carefully now. Don't want him to take us for strangers and shooters. 
Why is it all dark? Is my uncle inside? They could see out. But no one can see him. Who's there? That's him. It's I. Who? What? Who is it, I say? It's me, Connery. I've brought the young gentleman. We were pulled inside quickly. The door closed behind us and bolted with two iron bars and a crossbar of wood. My uncle lit the lantern. Was this man my uncle? This bloated face, those red pig-like eyes. This was my father's own brother? Here I was, face to face with a stranger. And all I could think was, He's the black sheep of the family. Ah, so, nephew, you've come at last. Uh, you must be hungry, William. Uh, Connie, make haste the food. Uh, come over by the fire. Uh, take off your wet things. I don't expect I'll ever be dry again. I feel like a fish. <laughs> you've got a sense of humor. I like that. Uh, uh, Connery. Food, hurry. Yes, Master Atkins. Be along presently. Yeah, I've had Connery with me for 25 years. There's no hurrying him. When he's ready, he's ready. <laughs> oh, you sit there, William. I'll be right back. I want to get something to show you. I suddenly became aware of my uncle's limp. I remember the story of his having been so severely attacked that one foot had become shorter than the other. On his short leg, he wore a three-inch wooden platform boot. There it is. Ah, look at the sign. What does it say? Arthur Hudson's provision. Ah, ah, that sign hung outside my store in Land's End for 25 years. <laughs> I put it down when I left took it with me. I came up here to live on the moors. That time. Oh, it reminds me always of the life I had. <laughs> Pitiful, isn't it? Twenty-five years and only a piece of wood these paint to remember them by. You miss those days, Uncle? I never look back. The message over my shoulder to see who's coming at me with a knife. Ah, Connery. Uh, set the plate in front of his nephew William. <laughs> Strong, stabbing boy, isn't he? <laughs> you did right to send for him, eh, Connery? <laughs> oh, you, you like cold mutton? Oh, yes, uh, any, anything. Mm. Uh, Connery, you, you'd better go and pack him. We want everything in ship shape by tomorrow evening. I see you've got a great many boxes against the wall. Yes, all packed and corded. Yes, William, tomorrow night, I shall be rid of these moors. Now, while you have your supper, I'll tell you about it. I can see you're the right sort. You can be tested. First, um, there's the morning news. Now, where is it? The Connery, that newspaper, where is it? On the trestle table, Master Rapson. Ah, yes, it sure is, isn't it? Now, look at this. It's ten, eleven days old. Do you know what it says? No, what... What should I be looking at? He's out. Out of Dartmoor. Six months before his sentence was served. Who is he? Uh, you see this foot. It's his daughter, it is. That's his mark. He's been doing time for that. Now, he's out. 
Oh, he's after me again. Why should he be after you? Because he wants to kill me. He thinks I've wronged him. Back in playing ten, ten years ago. Him and his friends. They're after me. Who are his friends? Phyllis. I knew they'd come when I saw that in the papers. And sure enough, about two days after it came out, I was looking through that window, and three of them were standing looking at the house. It was right after that. I wrote to father. Father said I was glad to come here, but he didn't stop me. Uh, they're out there. They found me and knocked me down. Now they're just waiting for him. Why don't you send for the police? No, police are no use. I've got you. You are the one that can help me. What can I do? See those boxes? Yes. By tomorrow night, everything will be packed and ready to go. I've got friends in Leeds. And I'll be safer there. Not safe, mind you, but safer. So tomorrow you're leaving? At night. You stand by me, young man. And you'll never regret it. What do you do? Well, I'm going to the university. I'd, I'd like to study law. Ah, I'll see that you can. It takes money. Lawyer education, you know that. Tomorrow night, Garth will bring the big farm wagon round, and you and me and Connery will stand up in it with our guns all the way to St. Anne's Station. Did you see any of them fellas on the moors when you came up? Saw one with wings in his ear. Uh, I know him. He's one of them. His name's Enoch. Friend of the captain's. Oh, they're watching. Uh, then when Connery brought me here, there, there was another sailor. Huh? What does he like? Oh, he's a great big man. He must have been six foot tall. He, he was smoking a pipe. A pipe. How is he smoking it? Upside down. That's him. Yes, that's what he does. Smokes on the bridge of the ship, that way. Well, I thought because it was raining he smoked his pipe upside down. Did you see his face? Yes, he had lots of freckles and a sharp pointed nose. I, I, I could see by his lamp. Ah, that's him. That's him, here. That's him. Oh, heaven protect me now. Oh, I can't sit still and get like this, like a, like a rat in the trap. What am I going to do? Uncle, you're living in a civilized country. There is a law if people threaten you. Now, let me drive over to the county police station tomorrow morning. No, 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 no it's too late. And I'll see that those sailors are taken care of. No, 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 he's coming. He's cruel. He's keep me this time for sure. There's only one chance. We must leave what we haven't packed. Leave the first thing tomorrow morning. It's worth it. I'll go. Take your gun. Who's there? Who's there, I said. Do you hear me? Look out the corner of the shutters. I, I don't see anyone. It's just black. It's, there's no one. There's something under the door there. Look. And it might. So there is. Here. Look. It's a, it's a note. There's something written on it. Read it to me. I don't have my glasses. What does it say? Oh, I... I can't make it out quite. I want to get closer to the fire. And yes, it says, uh, put, it says, put them on the doorstep and save your skin. That's all. 
What do they want? Oh, they'll never have. But all the powers in heaven, never. Not mine, it's mine. I shall never give them up. Tell me what you've done to those men. 
Can I know what it is that they want? Don't ask questions, William, and just do as I ask you. You hold it. Uh, go to the window and shine it through the shutters. I'm holding it to the window. Uh, what do you see? Hmm? I see Connery in his black cap. Uh, running around in a circle. Uh, 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 someone just cut him off. He's turning. Oh. He's coming this way now, right to the front door. Uh, 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 I'll, I'll open the door. This way, Connery. Come this way. It wasn't Connery who came in that door. It was the tall man I'd seen with the pipe on the road. The man Uncle Arthur called the captain. Behind him stood four sailors. I recognized the one with the earrings. They were ugly and menacing. Uncle Arthur turned right at the seat. Good evening, Mr. Atkins. Look at him, lads. What would you say is written on his face? Guilt or fight? It is Captain Connor. It's you. Yes, it's me. All right, Arthur. I borrowed your man's cape, but inside it is me. Lads, let's step forward into the fire. Close the door behind <laughs> Well, whatever is the matter with your foot out there? Lads, will you look at our dear old friend? He's wearing some strange kind of boot. Is that the latest fashion in these parts? It's you, Tanner, who done this to me. Hand question, if you will. Oh, yes, I remember now. Well, who might you be, young sir? Well, I am... Speak out, or we'll find a way to make you. I'm Will Hutchins. I'm his nephew. Are you now? Well, I wish the joy of your uncle and your visit, too. <laughs> we shan't be staying long, the lads, and I will be, lads. Just in and out like an oar in the sea. Ah! Captain Canada, when did you get out of that war? Quite recently, for good behavior, for saving a warden's eye, so they commuted me six months. I thought, with all that freedom, what should I do? So I gathered my mates about me, and we went to Lamb's End to visit our old storekeeper. And keeper of other interesting things, eh? <laughs> Imagine our surprise to walk down Water Street and where Arthur Hutchins' sign used to hang is now a pub. I'm sorry about that, Ma. Ten years for teaching a lesson is a long time. What's the hour, Enoch? It's light. Very light. We must be aboard before morning. Now then. Any ideas what to do with Pegleg? Price him up, I say. He'll talk. Any other ideas? I was never a stubborn captain. I always listened to one of my crew if he had a good idea. I, uh, I could twist his arms ever so slowly. <laughs> Uncle, give them what they want, whatever it is. Never. So you won't tell us, eh? Enoch, start a boy up. And then give me a hand here. I think my old friend needs a little swipe. They seized my uncle and pulled his coat and shirt over his shoulders. He sat slumped in a chair, his body shaking with cold and fear. Then they lifted him and tied each of his wrists to one of the hooks where the smoke and meat was. Captain, 
Then I think my belt could make an impression on your friend. You coward to beat an old man. You'll be Phoenix if you don't restrain your tongue, boy. All right, I'm ready, Captain. All right. Would you care for one more chance to save your eyes? Hey, I tell you, Mary stolen for me years ago. Oh, he's a stubborn one, isn't he? You leave us no choice, old friend. Have at it, enough. You coward. Oh, my such language. Would you like us to tie your feet as well as your hands will? Go ahead, Enoch. Swing the belt. Oh, stand clear. Stop, stop. I can't stand it. Oh, that belt never came near you. I'll talk. You see? On you, Arthur. Listen to me. Let me down. Get your feet hooked. Oh. 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 Now tell me what we've come for. Where are they? I'll tell you. Of course you will. Feel well, don't you hear him? You ought to be strung up, all of you, torturing this poor old man. Why, well, no one's laid a hand on him. Well, let him be. Uh, let me just, just rest his back, Captain Tanner. I wish I could trust you, Arthur, but I can't. My lads and I come all the way from Morecambe Bay because I promised them. It isn't as if I'm not the kind of man who doesn't trust people because I do, but not after they tried to cheat me. Now, I'm not letting you slip into while we're upstairs looking. On your feet, Arthur, up the stairs, you go help him, lad. Uncle Arthur caught my eye for a moment, and I knew that look. He hadn't given up. The sailors dragged him upstairs. I was alone, my hands tied, but not my feet. Should I stay and try to help him? Or run for it, get the police to stop these rascals before they reach the sea. Stop him! Stop the old man! Uncle! Oh, Lord! Listen, Mike, it was no doing of ours. The old man threw himself out the upstairs window, that's the truth. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, you brute! Next, bro. You killed him. You killed him. No, we didn't. He wouldn't come across. He noticed what he stole was in here, and while we were searching, he thought he could escape. Of course, of course. What's he accusing us of? Murder, that's what. And who's to say so? You young fella. Yes, are you going to be a witness against us? So it enough. The old robber ducked to his death to escape getting back what he owed. It's not our fault, believe me, have you? The worst we ever met was to frighten him and maybe take a little skin off boy will say. Lads, we have no quarrel with the boy. You may have no quarrel with him, Captain, but he has his quarrel with us. He'll swear all eyes away if we don't stop his dying. Look, what's that down there by the old man's foot? You see something shiny? Enoch, hold that piece of lower. Hold it over the boot with the built-up stolen in here. What? Look at him, where is he? Run, my boy, run for your life and don't look back. You'll live longer. I ran. I found Connery. They tied him up and taken his cloak and left him in the woods. 
We found our way to the farm. The sailors, they escaped. I stayed on at St. Anne's for the funeral, and then I made Conley come back with me to Land's End. He had no place to go, no one to take care of him. Oh, William, we can't afford to have a guest in the house. But we can't just throw him out. He, he was more than a servant, Uncle Arthur. Please, Father. Oh, don't talk to me about him. A man who never did anything for anybody. Oh, Connery has got to go. He works, Father. There are our jobs. He's worked all his life. Excuse me, sir. I heard what you said. And, of course, I shouldn't wish to outstay the welcome. But I have something here. Which might interest you. What is it, Connery? Master William, could you undo the string on this leather bag? My fingers aren't as nimble as they used to be. Thank you. I'll just open it onto this table. What? What are they? They're not diamonds. Yes, they are, Mr. Hudson. Two fine stones. So large. How did you come by them, Connery? Eleven years ago... A steamer from South Africa foundered at sea. She had some very fine diamonds invoiced aboard. And soon after that, Captain Tanner arrived at Land's End and brought your brother a packet of diamonds to sell for him. Now, how he came by them, nobody knows. Was he on the ship that went down? Was he on a pirateer that boarded and sank the South African ship? He never told anyone. Your brother decided to keep them. I told him not to do it, but he wouldn't take heed of me. And when the captain came by the next time, your brother said they had been stolen. Well, I must say, sounds like Arthur. He was always greedy. He said the diamonds had a peculiar hold on him. He would take them out and look at them. He simply couldn't let them go. When he told the captain they'd been stolen, of course the captain didn't believe that. He beat him sorely. Now, Uncle Arthur is no more. Uh, whatever he did, he didn't deserve to die. Master William, do you remember that evening when he sent me to Garth's farm? That's when he gave me these two stones. He said, they're for you, Master William. For me? He said, you would know how to spend them. Ah, uh, you see, Father... And I must say, William, I am surprised. Perhaps I never really knew Arthur. <laughs> Perhaps he wasn't such a black sheep after all. If not a black sheep, then Arthur Hutchins was a strange mixture of generosity and greed. Too bad that he never learned that wise old saying. Riches have made more greedy men than greed has made men rich. But that's the way it is, isn't it? Avariciousness never stops until it is too late. More on this with perhaps a word to the wise when I return shortly. of ill-gotten gains are empty. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain 
we can carry nothing out. Black sheep, whoever you are, take note. Our cast included Jack Bryans, Ray Owens, Jackson Beck, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant Moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or 
or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.